up where the booty bellow with hella the hoes. Try and think what I'ma tell them when they get alone. I'm a glutton for women I shouldn't yearn for. Shouldn't be tempted, but baby, I like to hurt for. Maybe cause I was searching, I found me the perfect person. But me and her didn't work out, she buried what you work for. And I carried the bitterness of a cola nut. Now, Jerry and shit, my parents never showed much. Women out the probably could have been a feminist, cause I respect them, but Lord, I got polygamy problems. The hoodie come from Bonnie's, spending money is therapeutic. The way the shit, they don't think that you care to buy. So we buy Prada, Balenciaga, like it is not a enough of Ari, my favorite's God and tax problems. Pierre Moss, I dropped 10 on my last visit, and half that up in sacks. I favor black businesses. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh, yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 look, look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack about two racks on handmade new racks. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back. Dropped the album with Seinfeld, they thought I was tweaking. A prophet, a genius. I'm flying with Lena, I'm riding with Nina. One right for the shy, one right where I need her. The funny thing is, I'll always be single. I love me some Logan, I love me some Issa. I never get evers. Them women is queens, me. I'm a drunk, I'm a demon. Heaven knows I'm a dreamer. I seen Taraji and Calvin always hope I could be that. I fell in love with an actress acting like she don't need me. Polarizing the sun, underrated again. Show business and never love you the way you love it. You come and we go. They quick to forget. So every bougie event I attend, I tell them this. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 look, look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack about two racks on handmade new racks. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back. Say that's crazy, wow. It's crazy. Wow. Son, <laughs> thank you. Um, Here's one. Your mom let you do that? <laughs> um, 
What's up? So I want to talk to you about something, and it's it it it, it it's good news. It's really good news. So I want you to listen to me. Um, there are laws being passed right now. Listen to me. There are laws being passed right now, specifically catered to people over the age of 50 with non-violent drug offenses, to be reversed, to be appealed, to be looked at again. People like us? People. <laughs> what? Not all the same. Well, I'm, I'm letting you know that there's hope, that there's... There's no hope for people that look like us, okay? I've got four more years left. All right, we're here to play chess. Let's just play chess. Why are you saying that? Make a move. White goes first. This motherfucker literally in this bitch dying, bro. The motherfuckers who ain't sick, you know, like me, they just leaving us in this bitch. I'm about to show y'all this tennis shit. Hold on. There's a big tent y'all see on the basketball court, that tent right there. They literally putting the dead bodies in that motherfucker. This is what they doing. Nah, they got this fucking law. It's called uh, the CARE Act for niggas like me who not sick, right? The CARE Act is for people who not in gang member, not a sexual offender, and is not on death row. If you at risk of fucking catching this shit and dying, like three people I know already caught this shit and died, they can send you home on home confinement, right? So I went to talk to these motherfuckers to get on home confinement. They not going to let us on home confinement. Why? Because they got to make money off of us. Because they not going to make no money if we at home on home confinement. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in this bitch. You feel me? And so the nurse came in this bitch today. I talked to this motherfucker. This bitch tell me, motherfucking, be prepared. You know, half the unit about to die in this bitch. You know, I got less than a year left. I don't want to die in this bitch. You feel me? I don't mean to cuss or nothing. Y'all might not see me again. I might catch this shit and die. So, you know. It's crazy. It's wild. It's wild because I was just too earth. Yes, I was too radical earthy Native American. Girl, black. you was too black for God. You was I too was black for God. I'm talking about wearing the tall head wrap, friend, like a fam. Like, I'm And I'm like, 
Am I supposed to let her know white people? She goes to a black school in a historically black neighborhood and I'm not gonna change that because why should I have to integrate her? But you're not doing this thing. Well, they, they do it, they do it, but they do it with convenience. They do it with conditions. So they'll integrate if it benefits their children on the uh, basketball team, the football team, cheerleading squad to add a little urban flair. That's where it becomes beneficial. But I was going to say, your friends are the people normally for black people, at least let me speak for myself, is the people that you struggle with. You know what I mean? So like, I find it like, well, white people that didn't have to struggle for anything, I don't have nothing in common with them outside of like maybe some hip hop, maybe some video games. You know, outside of that, I have nothing in common. Like literally it's entertainment and that's pretty much it. Like that's the only thing that we have in common. Um, So, you know, those aren't, for me, those aren't real friendships. Like I have white people, you know, I have some white friends, you know, but uh, to be honest, you know, I'm not, first off, I'm not going to flag zone. You're like, so predominantly warehouse full of like black and brown people loading your oil and gas equipment, like. Working for the white man. Working for the white man. I was just like, this shit is just, this shit is just modern day slavery. Like, this shit is just. It's always been modern day slavery. We never left slavery. They found a new way to make us have the illusion of us being free and that we could do the unlimited, you know? But the fact of it is they limit us every step we take. I'm trying to finish school and I'm telling them a situation they probably would have let the white girl in if she explained the same situation that I did. But yet, I got to go back and go around. Like, I'm going through the back door to try to figure out how do I get in here. So, it's still modern-day slavery. From From the moment you wake up, everything we do, we're still in a form of slavery. You know. Like when I went to apply for the honors college, because somebody sent me there, my teacher sent me. I had on a hoodie and some sweatpants. And I said, Can I have an application? She told me, look me in my face and said, Well, you have to have a 3.5 GPA. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. But why is that your concern? Let me apply and get denied. Don't, don't do that. We, we went looking for a house and not for us to buy, just for us to go see. We went to a model home. This old white lady told us basically in so many words that we could not afford this type of house. Yeah. She told us we couldn't afford it. She said, well, this house is at however many thousands. And I was like, you don't know our bank account. Like you, you, we could have had that money twice over. And walked in and bought this and two other properties. If I would have walked in and I saw a white lady, I would have walked out. I'm not lying. In the South, in the South, and when you go to these model homes, I I do not recall out of all the model homes I have ever been to, and I've been going to model homes for years since high school, just looking. It's always been Caucasian salespeople, representatives sitting in there. 
those are the people that they hire. Um, I, I like I said, I don't recall. Can you a uh, one black person, brown person? Another black person. What? Like, what? Like my mama moved to Cypher at um year whatever. Like we had a black male salesman, but but he was the only one. <laughs> the only one. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So you know, I would have to ask my mom like when she got our first house built. Like, was it a black salesman? Like I don't know. But the fact of it is, we didn't stay there long. My mom worked two jobs, you know, to get that house built, and she couldn't afford to stay in it. So they find different avenues to keep you out. They find different ways to keep you out. They find different ways to keep us in the outhouse, like they did our ancestors, the little shacks. I feel that our people need to get back our main problem is that, now get me wrong, being integrated, I feel, is a blessing and a curse. Because it's a joke. It is a joke. I, I agree. However, my thing is, we have gotten so complacent. We depend on this society for too much shit. We are like, we can dream and want to be our own society, just us, but we need to get back to the basics. Who knows how to hunt? Who knows how to fish? Who knows how to garden? Who knows how to do? do. Black people do. Not, not a lot of us. Not anymore. <laughs> A lot of people, we have... But, but on a mass scale, you know what I'm saying? On a mass scale, a lot of people are so unconcerned with learning those things. It's too country. It's too hot. I don't like being outside. I, it's just all these things. And it's like, but when the shit really hits the fan, are you able to say that you can support yourself solely. I can say that. Honestly, I can. But for the mass majority, it's not a reality yet. And that's our main problem. We need to learn how to support each other and ourselves in a self-sufficient way. But just like you were saying, we were me and Nikki was having a conversation as far as with us trying to uh, you know, get attraction and clientele to our businesses when you're an entrepreneur. We instantly was like, don't expect your friends, don't expect your family to support you. Those people will not support you. You know, they'll just scroll past like they don't see that you're trying to accomplish something, but they will bypass you and then click on the next sponsored link that's owned by a white person and buy, support, follow without even a second thought. Yeah. That's sad. So how do we get to the point where we support each other? That's the confusion. Yeah. And we don't know how to do that. Yeah. You're right. And it's all by design. Like, it's all perfect. Like, like everything has to for a reason. And, I mean, I don't want to sound like the show on Netflix called... called 
feel like our black women are more woke than our black men because like like I was we was moving over here and there was a white dude and he was asking uh Mercedes and our friend like where do y'all stay and they said oh we'll just stay down there they didn't get they didn't give him no information at all but I didn't think about it until like until like a second like for that's like protection you know it's like a self-defense mechanism like for sure like why are you asking us that this is our first day meeting you here on property you're gonna see us like at the moving truck he met us at the moving truck and asked us what unit do y'all stay in normally you would say at least black people would say welcome to the neighborhood you know let us know if we can do anything to help you or whatever his question was what unit do you stay in why? 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 You see this black man, you see these two black girls. Why would you ask me that? So, yeah, you know, so like we answered him, no, we stay down the way. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. And he did not even say, welcome to the neighborhood. He was surveying the neighborhood. Oh, but the best part of it, he had an NYPD shirt on. But, but you want to know what unit I stay in? As if I would fucking tell you the exact unit. Come on now. And no. That no, was that's like... not okay. Yeah, I mean, Marcus, you have to think about on a spiritual level and on an ancestral level, women, we are driven by intuition. We are highly in tune, you know, like at our best. Y'all are logic. We are intuition. They go hand in hand. So, you know, we can sense things with our energy field that, you know, y'all may not sense. But at the same time, 
y'all may see the things that we spent. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it go hand in hand. So, in a sense, yeah, we are more in stone to things like that if we're at our best. If, if we're at our best. Yeah. If we're at our best. We need to be at our best and we're not. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Preserve your mental health. Look, I might say some radical stuff. Me personally, feel like the presidency should be abolished. That's me. I feel like there need to be a federal task force for the police, or the police need to be abolished. You know, we got SWAT teams, they militarize. For what? You know what I mean? When, whenever I had a school shooting that I was on college campus, it wasn't a, it wasn't a campus police that stopped that shit. They was just there for petty crimes, putting people in jail for selling weed and shit. And you got a couple of black people asking, can you buy some, you know where to buy some weed from? You know, like we was gonna tell them, we don't know you nigga, but um, yeah, so you know, the SWAT team came with the ARs and stuff when the shooting went down, you know? So that's what I'm saying, it's like, the fuck are you there for but to make shit more difficult if something go down on campus like and right. just in life in general like you giving me a ticket but somebody out here really committing some heinous crimes but you you show up afterwards what the fuck are you really doing you know you're not protecting nothing we I, we all gotta protect ourselves at this point i think society knows that so any federal task force <laughs> And, and uh, was it the Eternal Affairs? Uh, that's the stupidest shit. You, why would you get a gang, the same gang, to look into that gang activity? That don't make sense to me. So, right. I feel like I mean, if I can't go to a school outside of my address area, why should you be able to be the police in an address you don't live? It makes yeah. no sense. You don't know these people. It's not your community. Exactly. That's, that's military. You can't deploy your white police officers to black neighborhoods. It doesn't work like that. You don't live here. Go police those white kids. They're doing meth. They're doing heroin. You can still make money off of them. <laughs> and half the time they're not even getting it from our people so it's in your own neighborhood it's circulating in your own white community but you're searching in the black community and pinning it on individuals in the black community to take the fall because you don't want to admit that your white children are more than likely worse than a black boy a black girl yeah so I've been asking the same question like I was telling Marcus yesterday, so this is my commentary. I don't know what the answer is. I've been looking mentally, <laughs> like, what is the answer? My heart is broken for the many long list of lives that has been taken just in this short period of time and over time, because this is not something that just popped out of nowhere after COVID. Like, this is, like we said, a pattern. It's continuance. Um, it's just forever ongoing and nothing and is being done. Not enough is being done. And as black people, if we're so tired, I feel like we need to figure out a sense of community. We need to try to break the barrier and unit ourselves together and not come together only in tragedy, 
when we're sick of the white man squeezing our black men's necks or our black girls' necks into where you can't breathe. You got these police officers out here making a muckery of what's happening to our people. And yes, thank you to, you know, the white people that are standing up for us. But I mean, it's not gonna make it go away. Cause when when the trend is down, when the hashtags are over, it still happens. So what do we do past that? If you're not gonna forever be on the front line with us, don't join. That's where I'm at. I feel like we have to start with here. Like, I start with my child, my little cousins, my family. I'm not gonna change the nation, but I'm trying to change this right here. Keep this alive. Build it right here. Everybody's trying to change something big. And it, but you are passing up the people that need you in front of you. Yeah. Like you said, doing shadow work. I practice shadow work, you know, practice healing. But a lot of our brothers and sisters don't take that accountability to say, let me go dig in, you know, at the root of the problem where it all started. You know, people are carrying how broken their parents and ancestors were with them every day and spewing that energy out and affecting people that they love. That, like Justice said, is in my own home in front of my face. Instead of saying, let me heal it, let me work this out, and I can give you a better version of myself, but then pass to you, okay, I need to give the world a better version of myself. And not like necessarily the world, but people you encounter more so. You interact with people on the daily, most of us before COVID on the daily. I need to make sure I'm cleansing my energy. That's why I sage. I don't I don't I don't touch a baby but until I sage. I sage and then I'll go and I'll touch a baby. I don't want that energy on them if I'm carrying some. So I think it's about us taking that accountability and like Justice and Nikki and I think everybody here agrees starting it at home. Marcus and I discuss our childhoods separately and now we're uniting. We need to know how we're going to raise our children to where they're not tainted by the things that we went through separately that we didn't ask for, that just happened to us by choices made by other people and then some choices we made on our own. I think if more people did that, maybe it would be more uplifting for the black community. 
to bring all that awesomeness together. And then also, we can start having these talks and not debate with each other. Like, get so hard to get us in a room and have the actual intellectual conversation about, okay, how can we change our area? Not the world, but our area that we live in. How can we spark that change? But then everybody want to talk, talk about things that are out of our planet as well. It's like, no. What can we control and start doing? I don't want to talk about all these other books and kind of series. No. How can we change our area? That's the important part. But we can't do that. It's very hard. Well, I thank you guys for all being a part of this podcast episode, Black America. Um, I think everybody's views is valid. I respect everybody's thoughts and feelings. So um, I enjoyed the conversation with everybody here. And I hope y'all can come back as guests. Nikki is pretty much a regular here. So Justice, I hope you can come back and Marcus and, you know, we talk about more things together. But uh,